Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I do want to talk about, of course, is Irish reunification. And... uh, Irish reunification is important. Um, a lot of people believe it's important. I don't know how important it is to you, to me. I couldn't give a shite either way. Uh, but the reason I want to talk about it is because uh, I mentioned it today that Mary Lou MacDonald said she will be asking the European Union to support Irish reunification if she is indeed in the next government. Now, as of yet, we don't know what's going to happen with the government. Now, she was speaking to the BBC, and it's a bit of a, you know, a bit of a jump start, isn't it, to her... Uh, being elected. She's only in there and we're already talking about Irish reunification. Now, we always knew that was an agenda of Sinn Féin, but it's already on the table anyway. So she went on about it and explained why she believed it was important, but I don't know whether there's an appetite for it. I don't know whether Irish people actually care, and I don't really think it's that easy. For all those people who are quite passionate about it, and I understand the passion for it. I understand that you're patriotic and you're Republican and you'd like to see a 32-county Ireland and, yeah, the Brits took an office and all that kind of carry on. I understand all of that. But it is what it is. And that is Great Britain up there. I go up there every weekend. Things are cheaper. GPs are free. Car tax is cheaper. It runs differently. There's a different mindset. There's a different way of thinking. They have their own set of problems. They have the highest rate of disability in Europe, as far as I know. They have a massive social welfare bill. It doesn't make a profit as a small little country, if you want to take it as a country. It doesn't make a profit. It's subsidised by the British state. For us to take it over, economists have predicted that we would have to reduce our lifestyles by about 10%, 5 to 10%. In other words, we would either have to pay more tax or we would just have less money and not live as well. Because it would cost money. So, are you okay with all that? You know, I mean, is it... Like, you've got to look at it from that point of view. Do you want a united Ireland at the expense of your own wallet? And the other part of it is, we have to be fair to unionists who live there. You know, 48% of the people up there claim to be unionists. So they claim to be British. So we turn around and we have a border poll. And by the way, the border poll has to be a vast majority. It can't just be by one or two anyway in the first place, or one or two percent. It has to be a a huge majority for it to happen. But even then, let's say it's a 70-30 split. That would be a big majority, right? Which is not probably going to happen, uh, you know, in our lifetime. But let's just say that's still 30% of people disenfranchised. That's still 30% of people who are British who don't want to live in Ireland. They want to live in Britain. That's where they've lived all their lives. Are we telling them they can't be British anymore? They can't live in Britain anymore? So, I, I mean, I, I think it's a lot more complicated than people think. I think if it was in, imposed on unionists in Northern Ireland, I think we're looking at civil war. They consider it to be theirs, not ours. So we got to look at this very carefully, unless you want civil war in our hands. And the question I'm simply asking you again tonight is, do you want to see a 32-county Ireland at all? Some people don't. I don't think young people, for example, particularly care, even though they probably voted for Sinn Féin. I don't think they joined Sinn Féin and the IRA and the Troubles and everything else that went on. So I don't think people connected the two, young, young people in particular. They see them as a political party. But, mind you, with all the singing and dancing and the up the up the ran, all that carry on has gone over over the last 24 hours. I wouldn't be surprised what they're thinking now. But in saying that, do you, do you think there's an appetite 
for a 32-county Ireland. And would it work? Do you believe financially it would work? I don't think so, but maybe you think differently. Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. You can text or you can WhatsApp us. Um, Dermot, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dermot? Good evening, you, Niall. How are you? I'm good, Dermot. It was a good day today. It was a good day, although it's very cold. Okay. It's snow. It's Baltic out there. Baltic is a great word. Is there snow where you are? I mean, it's been... You know what I was thinking today? Myself and Mike and Helena were outside and I said, look, just snow and get over with it. I mean, no. this this shitty stuff all day, this kind of sneezy no, snow that's, and cold. And that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's typical of Ireland, Niall. In, in everything, everything about this country, nothing is done properly. Half measures. Even, yeah. even the fucking weather. Yeah. <laughs> Either snow or no fucking snow. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Don't be giving that shitty stuff all day. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, listen, briefly, uh, I listened... Intently last night, and I couldn't make it on last night. And for my tuppence words, very briefly on what your subject last night with Cullen Ann, I watched him on TV three trying to explain himself away. I think I think he absolutely shot himself and his and his, um, his Sinn Fein in the foot. It was a very arrogant thing to do twenty four hours out from an election, and I'm, it was a rather it was an insult to an awful lot of people who voted for an older generation, like people in their 40s or 50s who, who would have a memory of Northern Ireland in, back in, the, in the, the bad old days. And I thought he I, I thought he was out of order. I don't care what I... Well, well, well it wasn't I, just him. It was Desi Ellis's crew singing Come Out to You Black and Tans. And, oh, I, and I also believe in the Limerick Count Centre uh, there was a request by, by the whoever the counting officer in there for them to stop singing the same song as well. So I, I don't know how true that is and we were asked to investigate that as well. So it did yeah. happen. To, there was a good few Sinn Féin members kind of stepped out of line. Oh, absolutely. And, and one thing that mystified me was, with, in the likes of, when the show cut and on, it was obviously being filmed on a mobile phone or something like that. Like, why did they put this thing out unless into the public arena, knowing that the union is... Well, they didn't. They did. Somebody, somebody, somebody took a bit. Mind you, what I thought was stupid was, he said, if I hadn't known it was being filmed, I wouldn't have done it. What a stupid thing to say. You shouldn't have done yeah. it anyway. And, he, he and by the way, no. he hasn't really apologised. He has no. contextualised what he says, defended what he said, but kind of said, well, if you're offended by it, I'm sorry about that, but I did mean it, if you know what I mean. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, he's, and I will give him that. He stands, he stands by his Sinn Féin and Republican views, but you can't, you can't spout it yeah. out uh, a couple of hours well, look, after, after winning a landslide election. Yeah, and and look, shot, let's, he, let's give Sinn Féin a chance, and the, and the whole point of it is, you can't be giving somebody a chance if we're going back to the days of the 70s when it was a bomb, not a ballot box. You know what I mean? So, I, abso- yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah, I let's totally not agree. remind us of all that shit. Well, okay, now, but getting back to tonight, anyway, United yeah. Ireland, you know, Mary, now there's no, I mean, look, there's no surprise that Mary Lou would kind of say this within the first few days. That Because it's always been a Sinn Féin part of the manifesto, part of the agenda was a 32-county Ireland. So they are the United Ireland party, so I'm not surprised by it. But is it, is it doable? I don't think it is. I, I have, I have a, a good feeling that somewhere in the near future, I think the British are getting fed up with Northern Ireland. I think it's becoming a fucking thorn on their side. It, it, was, it was basically Northern Ireland was there because it was part of the empire. They wanted to rule the world. That thing is gone now forever. They don't rule fuck all anymore. Yeah. And I think they've realised that Northern Ireland is a pimple on their arse. They don't want to. Get rid of. They don't, they don't want, want it. No, they don't. It's caused them. It's caused them well, last, okay, let me. Let me I, I did my bit of due diligence earlier on. Um, and in 2016, 2017, Her Majesty's Treasury figures the total expenditure by the government on Northern Ireland was 20.6 billion. 
Um, yeah. And the tax receipts for Northern Ireland in the same year came to 11.7 billion. So it made a loss of 8.8 billion. So, you know, that's, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure that Great Britain and the United Kingdom, or should say, you know, England, Wales, and Scotland could do without, without paying 8.8 billion to keep Northern Ireland. I absolutely Ireland agree. And I just one, one other thing how, if, if the British decide that they want to pull out, it, it won't be a simple case of Boris Johnson standing up in the Commons and saying, right, Northern Ireland is no longer part of the UK. I don't know, do they have to have a referendum of the population? Of course, well, no, it, it, well, the Secretary of State is the one, according to the Good Friday Agreement, Mary Lou, by the way, has no say in the matter. According to the yep. Good Friday Agreement, the Secretary of State must decide that there is an appetite. Um, by, by an appetite, there must be, if he must feel that there's a very good chance of it going over the line. In other words, at the moment, uh, probably not because uh, at the moment you have 48% Protestant, for, uh, Protestant for, 45% Catholic. Mind you, if you go back 100 years ago, it would have been 65% Protestant, uh, 35% Catholic. So it has changed and it could take another 100 years to change enough for the Secretary of State to decide uh, it's time for a referendum. According, yeah, but, uh, according to the legislation, uh, because we already voted for the Good Friday Agreement to give the power to Northern Ireland, and we voted yes for that. So really, we're not in the picture. Anybody who thinks we are is only fooling themselves. I think the referendum will only happen up the north. There may be two or three referendums in relation to it, but it will only be up the north. Absolutely. And, it's, and because it's going to affect them more than it will affect us or the UK, it should be the population of Northern Ireland only that will vote well, one way. It will affect us financially, but yeah, go on. I, I it, will, it will. But, but is it doable? No, I don't think it's doable because I, the, the Protestants have a venomous hate for, for the Republic, not necessarily for the people per se, but they have, a, they have a, a disdain. Can you see any Protestants wanting to be ruled by Dublin? No. No, absolutely not. Well, unionists, no, no, yeah. No, unionists, yeah. And that's all there is to it. It's not going to happen and I don't, I don't see how. And as you said in your, in your opening thing there, you said it correctly. As long as there are Protestants living in Northern Ireland, even if it's, you said it's 52, 48 or 48, 48, 45. 48, 45, even, 45 even if, yeah. Even if, it, even if it gets down to 90, 10 or 80, 20 in favour of Catholics, it's still not going to work because that 20% of Protestants are going to go on the warpath. Well, of course, they, of course all, they will. And why wouldn't they? Absolutely. So the only alternative is if the British decide, which I think they will at some stage, decide that they want out, they want Northern Ireland off their, off their list, well then what's going to happen is Northern Ireland is going to become a, a, a state in its own. Okay, well, say there for a second. Uh, lots of text coming in. Somebody says, if the majority of the North want a united Ireland, then I'm all for it. Uh, it's only they can only they can decide. The person says, can't come on, of course. You know not. It's a simple majority for your reunification in the Good Friday Agreement, says Dara. And the person says, not. who did you vote for? Are you talking about the recent election? Today's a priest wouldn't ask me that. Uh, no, I have no interest in 32 County Ireland. It's asking for trouble, David. Uh, okay, by the way, if you want to have, he asked me who I vote for. Now, you should all know me by now. I want everybody to have a little guess. As, and I'll, I will tell you who I voted for, okay? So I want you all to have a guess as to who I voted for. All right, I'm not going to tell you which individual person I voted for, but which party I might have voted for. Have a little guess there. Go on. I might see if I can find something to give away. Like, give me a CD or something to give away. Who did I vote for? You can text uh, or, or WhatsApp 87 Now, getting back to the, the topic at hand, uh, Patrick, you're on Classic Hits. Patrick, Hello. Seamus Mallon recently said, uh, uh, God rest him, I mean, he's gone now, he's passed away. My concern is that a very narrow vote for the unity would uh, lead to more division and instability and violence. I, I, I think what brought division in Ireland in the first place was the fact that they partitioned the island on, on a religious headcount. I think we, we've made that mistake a hundred years ago and I think it's time to rectify it. 
like as well, some of the stuff that you were saying about the economics of it, Noel. There was a report. I don't know if you've Google on that show before you, you choose. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a report by Trinity College, the academics in Trinity College. There, there's a report. Now I'll actually give you the data from the British government's own stats. But there was a report that 36 billion injection into the economy over eight years. If we if we get rid of the, the border and all the duplication of services and duplication of currency and the, 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 everything that brings the division with, with the fact that we have a, a border and a, on a small island, so there's a 36 billion injection going to come in the economy. This is the University of British Columbia in Canada, and you also then have. So you think community. you think that rubbish is the report by Trinity College academics? Absolutely. I'll tell so you, you so, so you reckon no, no, the Canadians know more than the Irish do when it comes I'll, I'll to when it comes well, to our I'll, affairs. I'll, no, no. Well, it was actually done by a by a uh, economist called uh, Kurt Hubner, who was an economist at the time, a German economist who even, was around about even the time. Even David McWilliams disagrees with that. Uh, if you let me, if you let me finish, I'll tell you. He was in, he's an economist who was German who was around. At, who was an economist at the time that Germany reunified, and he bases a lot of his information. Okay, exactly but, but, you, but you've, you've rubbished what I said and, and insulted me by saying, why don't you do a bit of Google? And I've just told you that I did, and I looked at a report by Trinity College, and I've also looked at a report by David McWilliams, by the way, who disagrees with Trinity College, but still says it would cost uh, about 4% of Irish GDP. Well, let, 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 well just say, let me just tell you. Britain, okay. Britain makes the same claim against Scotland. Scotland is the most oil-rich country in Europe. As you know, oil prices are through the roof at the moment. They make the same claim that Scotland has a 10 billion deficit which is absolute bull. The North, and this is the British government's own data, that the deficit in rates and taxes per, per benefits per household in the North, including the NHS, is £982 per the 730,000 households in the North. I, I just gave you the figures from Her Majesty's Treasury. That's, they're the actual figures from the revenue commissioners in the, in the United Kingdom. Uh, £11.7 was taken in in taxes in one year. There was a report done by Mark Daly of Fianna Fáil. Uh, yeah, well, hang on, forget about reports by Mark Daly of Fianna Fáil. I'm not saying something to you, Patrick. Do you accept that figure? No, no, I don't. Absolutely. So you don't accept a figure by Her Majesty's Treasury? I mean, you can't really get much better than that, can the you? The ONS data from the British government says that the, the deficit in rates and taxes, the benefits in the North, including the NHS, is, is and give me the exact figure here, £982 per household. Okay, well, well, I don't know where you got your figures from. I'm looking for at a figure here, an official figure from the UK government, and this is Her Majesty's Treasury, and uh, in, in 2016 to, to 2017, the end of 2017, total expenditure by the government on Northern Ireland was £20.6 billion. Her Majesty's Royal um, Treasury also says reports that tax receipts from the Northern Ireland in the same year came to £11.7 billion, with a net payment of £8.7 8 billion. They're no, the figures. Gonna, They're the official figures. So, so Her Majesty Treasury are lying. Okay, fair, I'm, fair I'm, enough. I'm, no, no. Fair well, enough, they are. They're, very, they're clever with their There you go, Dermot. Just let you know, Dermot. Anybody out there, Her Majesty's Treasury is, are lying. They're lying. No, okay, okay. Hang they're on, they're just making it up. You know better, Patrick. Go but ahead. You, you, you don't let me explain, though. <laughs> but Patrick, but Patrick, you see, you pissed me off from the very start by coming on and being insulting and saying, well, why don't you use Google? You're clearly using Google and coming up with different answers, all right? <laughs> and I accept that. I didn't rubbish your terms. I just said I don't believe they're right. Okay? Can I get in the middle of this for a minute? Can I get in the middle of this for a second? Yeah, Dermot, go ahead. Sorry. Patrick, Patrick, yeah. are you... Are, just leaving the, the economics aside, the economics yeah. the, is the easy part of it. Are you yeah. for United Ireland? Absolutely, yeah, of course I am. 100%. Okay, well, of course. All of Why would we have a sectarian right, headcount okay. in, in my little country? Why should we have this border okay, dividing okay, okay. the people? Patrick, we have. The point is, we have this situation yeah. for, oh, the, for, for the best part of it. 
Well, can you just let me speak and, and, and we'll go through that? No problem. You, are, you're going on, you came on and straight, the first thing you said was, it start talking about figures, financial figures. Financial figures is not going, is not solving the problem. It, it actually, I think when you, if you, if you explode the myth that's been perpetuated for the next few decades, for the last few decades, it will make a big, in fairness, in fairness it will make a big difference because people have a lot of, they have a lot of myths okay. put on there. Well, well, okay. Okay. Really, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, for the sake of everybody here not getting angry and me getting very frustrated, let's park the figures for a moment, Pat. Let's look at, pardon me, the other issues, right? Do you, can I, can I ask, Patrick, can I ask yeah. you, do you think, do you think that the, the, the uh, 48% of unionist Protestants that live in the North give a fuck about GDP and what it will cost them or won't cost oh. them? Quite simply, they do not want to be committed to the Irish Republic. They do not want to be ruled by Dublin. And no amount of money and no amount of enticing them to come down here is ever going to change them. They are venomous, they venomously hate this state and the way it's run and they they have their history and that's just the way it is. I'm like you. I don't like it any more than you do. I would love the British to get the fuck out of Ireland once and for all. Well, well, the, well the whole point that everybody thinks, and I think we'll all agree, it would have been better if it never happened in the first place. But, yes, but the point happen. is we are, we are in that situation. Patrick, there's a lot of other issues too. For example, hmm. do do all of a sudden do we have to then apply uh, free NHS or one well, NHS HSE in our case uh, to the whole of Ireland because they're used to that in Northern Ireland? We can't suddenly start charging them fifty quid a head. Um, well, do we do we change the currency to pounds or do we take them back into euro again? Um, well, do, do, well, hang on. Let me let me finish. I'm not finished. <laughs> There's loads more. The cost of living in the North of Ireland is a lot cheaper. They pay their minimum wage is a lot lower. So how do you change that for a group of okay. people and then? also, you're then going to disenfranchise people, unionists, who've been living there, second, third generation, who've been living yep. there, and they're people just like me and you, they're innocent people caught up in this whole thing, who are yep. British. They don't yep. want to be Irish. And then there's a very large section of the North, and this is what you and others never seem to touch on, and I say this as someone who's in a partnership with someone from Tyrone, and I lived there part of the week. Yeah, my, par- my partner's from Belfast. Million, yeah, what about the nearly one million people that we abandoned, and have abandoned ever since, and we don't give a shit when they were getting mortified by loyalist terrorists on a daily basis, Patrick, or TD Patrick, can give a shit. Patrick, what, what you say is true. Patrick, what you say is true. And absolutely, it was a disgrace in 69 yeah. when, fucking, when the Northern Catholics were, were coming over the border and they were put into refugee camps because Jack Lynch and, no and his government and, uh, hadn't got the balls to take on the Brits yeah. and the whole lot. I, we all know our history. But yeah. let's look at it in 2020. No, how, no. how, how, okay. Patrick, how are you going to get Protestants how are you going to get the Protestant that's population, right. the unions, to come over to, an, to a United Ireland? You just explain that. You, you, well, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you, you, you never will. You never will. If, if well, then, are that. you happy? Are you happy? Are you happy to Absolutely. have a civil war? I'm not. There will be no civil war as such. There it, will it, be a civil war. Unionist paramilitaries are zip without the Brits. If the Brits are off the scene, they're a bunch of drug dealers with guns. That's all the are. That's all the IRA ever are, to be honest with you, in fairness. Uh, well, so, what, so, 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 so your analogy is that if the British tomorrow decided to say Northern Ireland is no longer a British state, that it's up to, our, it's up to yourselves over in Ireland to sort it out. Are you telling me, that these, are you telling me that these one point something million units are all going to just put their hands up and say, all right, fuck it. No, I don't think you will. Look, there would be, there'd be civil disobedience, but I don't see the progress of the nation should be held back anymore. By Civil disobedience. Irrational idiots. Yeah, well, well what, what did the IRA do? At no point did the IRA have more than 1,800 signed up members, right? So, so they were a minority, really, but they look at the problems they caused. Well, I can, I can, I can say they were, they were supported by a hell of a lot more people than 1,800 well, people they didn't, in the they North. they didn't represent me. 
Yeah, well, they didn't. They weren't fighting for you, and all. They were fighting for the people up in the north. Did they, they, repa- they, 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 they represent you? People in areas in West Belfast and the likes of Tyrone, where I'd be, have certainly great respect because they fought for them. Well, well okay. Like I, getting, well, well, you can have respect for them if you want. You. Well, no, just to get back to what you were talking about in terms of how do we absorb the NHS, we actually spend more per head than Britain on healthcare. So I'm all for bring, uh, streamlining the service, not not imposing the not imposing the HSE on them, but moving the NHS is built system across the whole of Ireland and let them show us how they've been doing it for the last hundred years. We spend more and we have a far worse healthcare system. So that you look at Germany, they absorb the communist state with the help of the EU. So. The, 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 the fact that what oh you know oh, the NHS in Ireland and the kind of minor things that you mentioned earlier you know there's already a template for how to absorb two states together into one unitary state it's already been done by Germany they absorbed a communist country in but, 1990 yeah, but, but but if you ha- but if you had a look at the way East and West Germany were run they were run very similarly they would have had a very similar when we talk about basic stuff like minimum wage when we talk about but hang on when we, and when we talk about welfare you take, take let me take for example social welfare that's another example right the social welfare payment at the moment even with the loss I know you don't agree with me the loss of 8.8 billion a year the social welfare payment in the north is half of what it is down here so what do we do do we reduce it in the south or do we increase it in the north all that costs money and I understand what you're saying yes well, the cost of living up there is less now. it's relative in certain senses and, well. and I agree with you I do agree with one thing you said earlier on it, it would, there would be a massive investment at the start of billions um, to, to balance everything out but that's still you're still going to have to say to a bunch of people and a group of people who are not willing participants listen uh, no longer will you be earning this amount of money you'll now Absolutely. have to earn this amount of money you'll have to use this amount of currency if you're on welfare you'll now get this amount of money you'll have to go to the doctor and pay 50 quid or vice versa we all have to get pay nothing yeah. and then our, our Irish government have to absorb the cost of that and it, and it, but so, no but it all it, it all comes back to you, you, you guys keep going on about fucking money 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 well money is a, big, the, it is a big it factor is, it is, but the, no it is a big factor but the bottom line is I can't People, well, is, people is a factor. I, I absolutely not, but I, I guarantee you 100% that unions will not be looking at the, the, the money they have in their pockets. They quite simply will not. It, 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 it is totally and utterly an anathema for them to... Okay, I, th- I think the only way to do this, right, and, and Patrick, I will give you this, right, like most people, it would be nice to have a 32-county Ireland. Yeah. I'm not, it's not a pressing issue for me. It is for you because you're more passionate about it, right? Hmm. Um, but I think it would have to be done over a 20- or 30-year period. And it would have to be done slowly. And what you would have to say is you would have to invoke each year something different. Like this year, we will take in healthcare. So we will balance out their healthcare system similar to ours. The following year, we'll take in social welfare. Uh, and we'll do that. Taxes, which are all different as well. So we'd ha- you'd have to slowly do it over a 20 or 30 year period. You're not going to just say, just like Brexit, oh, it's happening on the 31st of January. You can't, you couldn't do that, Patrick. And that would give people time. Slowly, you know, but no, it, it, it's a nice concept in certain ways, but it, that's not how the world works. Maybe over a five year period, the world doesn't work, it doesn't move as slowly over 20 years. That wouldn't happen. It's I mean, not going to, it's not, it's a simple case that it's, it, as Niall is right in what he says, this is going to take generations to sort out. And it'll be like, it's a bit like immigration into Ireland. The, the, the people of our age group, certainly of my age group, that remembers Ireland as an Irish state. And now, slowly but surely, the immigrant uh, population are coming in and coming in. In, in two or three generations' time, when we're all dead and gone, the, the, the generation of 50, 60 to 100 years from now will not know any different because everybody will be the same. In other but, words, but, yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay, but, but by the way, Darren, do you accept the Good Friday Agreement? Or not Darren, sorry, um, Patrick, do you accept the Good Friday Agreement? 
I don't accept that when there is a border poll coming along that it's going to be a partition poll, that one party will involve the other. I, I can never accept any partition structures as long as I live because I'm a Republican. I don't agree with a border poll being a county But, poll, but do you accept, do you accept a good Friday agreement that only the Secretary of State can call the poll? No, uh, and, and there must no. be an appetite with, with what he believes and feels or she that there's a majority vote. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't accept that a British Secretary say I should have the authority to call any sort of vote. Do you Patrick, do you think the British want want uh, rid of Northern Ireland? I don't think they do. No, I think a lot. Of, I think that's wishful thinking from people. I don't think the people. The British government doesn't give two hoots about what it costs them, and they know fine well it doesn't cost them ten billion a year. I was going to get into it earlier, but the vast majority of that eventually goes towards British military forces, their nuclear weapons, the high speed rail from London to Birmingham that's costing billions. Do you think the English taxpayers paying for that? Of course they don't. Something like two point five billion that the Scottish taxpayers have to pay for a bloody high speed rail link that's not even in their country. The North have to pay towards that. There's a lot of clever accounting. Britain puts a lot of stuff for the all British accounts. If the, 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 Who's going to pay for the bridge, by the way? <laughs> the which I know, yeah. The, the bridge. But it, okay, yeah. wait, wait, stay, wait, stay there. I was just hoping one or two people into it. Okay, stay there with me, Patrick, and, and Dermot, if you can. Let me just go to, is it Russell? Let's go to next year. Let me go to, um, oh, hold on, just switch it on there. Russell, Russell, how are you doing? How are you doing, Niall? Go ahead, Russell. Um, I listen, I'm going to take your speaker. Sorry, say again? Yeah, go ahead. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you again. Fine, Russell, what you say? Um, if just to... In relation to the points, I would love to see it happen. I would love to see it happen. Um, the, the two previous con- contributors have raised some very valid points on each side of the argument. Um, I think there's got to be a referendum, north and south, however that may come about. Okay. I think you've got to let the people decide. But the people will not be able to decide. This is where the argument is. This is not, this is not a democratic vote. So in other words, as we said, if, if at some stage you have 51% Catholic, 49% Protestant, everybody says 51% wins because that's democracy. And everybody goes, that's fantastic. Do you think that the 49% that have lost are just going to say, OK, we've that's lost. Grand, yeah. That's yeah. That's great. We're, we're Irish. Who? We're, 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 you know, we've lost now. We're Irish. This is not democracy. This is a, a Arnie war. Arnie Foster would be delighted to hear that, wouldn't she? Yeah. They're a venomous, like, no disrespect to them. They, they, they're, they're, they have an absolute venomous hate. Not necessarily. Well, I, I don't, but no, I don't, but I think it's unfair. I don't believe that every loyalist has a hatred for nationalism, right? Now, I know Arlene Foster, somebody mentions here she was on the Late Late Show, and I didn't get to see the interview, but somebody asked her about a United Ireland. She said, no, it would never happen. And that comes in from Marion. Uh, Marion is right. Arlene Foster, you know, as lover or hater, you know, she is very stuck in her ways. Uh, she doesn't stand down for anybody, and she's quite passionate about how she feels. And, and okay, she's not going to be there forever. But, you know, if we go back in time, you know, before Arlene Foster, it ma- makes no difference. Whoever is there and whoever is representing unionism in Northern Ireland is never going to accept a united Ireland. Ever. No, it's not. It's a bread into them. It's in their history. It's in their no, DNA. No more than I would expect Patrick to be to accept that he's British. Do you know, yeah. Patrick, no, do you no. get what I mean? 
I do. Absolutely. I, I, I just think that, you know, if, if the majority of people on the island want it, then it needs to happen. You can't keep looking at a minority on the island and saying, oh, well, look at them. But you're looking you know, at from a different... You're, but you're looking through a different set of glasses. You're looking, looking through, through a set... looking through a democratic glasses. No, no, if yeah, the majority of people on the island want it, then it should happen. But you're looking you through... Pro- you're looking through a set of glasses. As far as you're concerned, it's Ireland, right? And you just want it back, oh, right? No, you, okay, you so look- that's the set of glasses you're looking through. They're looking through a set of glasses. I was born in Great Britain, and this is Great yeah. Britain. And that's the glasses they're looking through. So we're looking at it from two different, completely different sides. So, you know, right. you have to be neutral on this and look at it logically. Yeah, Sorry, well, 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 hang on, well, let, let Russell just res- say a bit more there because I know he hasn't said very much. Sorry, Russell, go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Russell. Hello? Uh, Russell, I think we're having a problem with Russell's line. I'm going to have to go back Patrick, to Patrick, Patrick, can I just say to you, uh, Niall yeah. hit, uh, hit it on the head when he said it. For to ask the Protestants of the North to give up their British citizenship and, and be ruled by Dublin and to be in the Irish Republic is exactly like asking... Well, they don't have to give up their citizenship, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay, well, yeah. to, be, to, be, to, become, to become Irish, to, to live in the United States. To live in Ireland, Ireland yes. It's like asking, it's like you being told, listen, you have to be British. If somebody said to you, listen, you have to be British, you'd say, are you fucking for real? I'm an Irish man, well, too, and I'm a Republican. The Protestants feel the same way as you on the other side of the coin. Well, they, they have to accept the will of the people. What you're saying no, is, oh, you can't don't. even ask, because God loves them, they don't want it. Well, if they don't want it, then there's a majority up there that do. And if you okay, look at the polling... Okay, okay, no, you, you okay, keep okay. interrupting me as well now, just to let me say this as well. There right, has been polling, and, no, there has been polling in relation to a picture. There is more and more Protestants in the North who are open to the idea of Irish reunification. You have to be reading in the bloody newspapers for an article Patrick, after article. By the way, they are, well, they are pissed off not being part of Europe anymore, but that still doesn't mean they want to be part of Ireland. There's a far more... Right. You look at the Alliance Party and the growth field, there's far more... And that's a majority of... It's mostly Protestants that would vote for the Alliance Party. There's far more middle-of-the-road Protestants up there than you actually think. And I know if we've been up there, and the younger generation up there don't get... Now, take away all the likes of the Jamie Bryce, and he whips up these kind of sewer acts. The normal Protestants up in County Toronto that I come across don't really give a shit. It doesn't really... They're, they're not... They're, you, you see Danny, Jamie Bryce, and he's projected all over the news. He's given far too much auction by people who use him for ratings on, on talk shows and radio shows. The, the ordinary Protestants up there, they're not, they're not all Jamie Bryce's, and they're not all little sewer rats that go mental because a flag got taken down. There's a little bit of a misconception, I think, and I've met well, a lot I'm, of Protestants well, yeah, up but there. I, I'm up there every weekend as well, as you and I know you mentioned before you go to Tyrone. No, I don't go to Tyrone. I'm up around kind of Bangor, that kind of area, right? Yeah. And, you know, and I go from one housing estate to another, and like it was all a bit of a culture shock to me when I start going up there first because the most I've ever been to Belfast was two or three times at Christmas to do a bit of shopping or something, right? So all of a sudden, I'm up there every weekend, and I'm seeing all these different housing estates and I go from one housing estate where you see signposts uh, in Irish Oscailga, and you'll see yep. the Irish flag and everything else and then I go up, off into another housing estate up around Newton Ards or whatever into a loyalist area where you see pictures of the Queen in people's windows and Union Jacks hanging up everywhere so hmm. they are very patriotic you know and particularly around the, oh, July, for, the July fortnight Jesus Christ you daren't drive into some of the housing estates so what yep. I'm saying to you is there is still that division in the north ah, there is yeah. yeah no no listen I'm not trying to say there's not what I'm saying is there's far more middle-of-the-road Protestants than they get credit for. They're not all DUP, you know. I know the 12th is a different kind of thing where they all get whipped up and everything else. And, wow, it's just like the porridge for fuck's sake. 363, yeah. outside of the 11th and 12th, you're at 363 days of the year. They're, they're not... I just don't... I don't, I don't see what okay, well, well, I well, hang on. Okay, we have Russell back there. Sorry, his line was a bit dodgy. Sorry, Russell. You all right yeah, there? Sorry, Niall. Um, I, I, I just can't get... The four of us are talking about this topic, and a lot of us are agreeing it's a non-runner. 
I think there has to be a mechanism introduced to get the feeling of both populations, north and south of the border, before the process is even talked about anymore. What, what do you mean? So before even somebody suggests a border poll, we, we, we kind of have some TV debates without shouting and roaring, and we come up with a plan uh, uh, to, to, kind of want, to ease people into it. Ease people into it. Is the appetite really out there? I mean, politics aside, parked. Well, the, app- the, the appetite is there for politicians, but I don't know correct. whether it is for people. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. The, the people, let the people have say. Niall as well, can I just jump in there? Because there was an exit poll at the last election, and 57% of people wanted to see a border poll in the next five years, and this is in the 26th county election that just I happened. Didn't, I didn't there. see that exit poll. I didn't want to. If you did it, if you, I don't know if you have it. If you do a quick Google, I don't know if you know lads seen it, but 57% want to see a border poll in the next five years. If you look, even Google it on search it on Twitter, can I, you'll see Can I talk? Okay, okay, well, 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 hang on. I want to bring James in too. He's waiting ages there. Sorry, James. Go ahead. How's it going, lads? How are you doing, James? Yeah. Um... Okay, first off, I do agree with United Ireland, just as a baseline, but we'd have to be realistic. I don't think it's so much economics, I think it's more cultural divides. That's what we're talking about. And I think this, yeah, exactly, but I think the scars, the historical scars are probably still too tender to try to reunify the island. Hence, hence, as we said, James, it's going to take generations to start it out. I genuinely think if a peaceful Ireland was possible, it's probably three generations down the road. Right, so you're looking at, what, 80 years? Possibly. I think for people like Patrick, he's not willing to wait that long. Patrick wants to see it in his lifetime. <laughs> yeah, but I can, he actually I can wants to see it tomorrow, if the truth be known. Okay, if it was going to be peaceful and we were going to bring the people together, because you have to be realistic, right? We're talking about introducing Northern Irish politics into our political system also. <clears throat> so are uh, people willing no. to accept a form of even, okay, let's say, staunch Protestantism into our politics? <laughs> Uh, do that's right. sort of this, it, it, it definitely could happen. It's absolutely like the 12th of July, for example. Are we willing no, to I accept that as uh, a well, 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 I'm not. I'm not an actress. I'm a Republican. I'm not. I'm not. I don't really care about flags and anthems. Okay, by the way, just to clarify what you said earlier on about the poll, right? I'm just looking here. Yeah, there was a there was a poll of people who... Now, we have to, obviously, when you talk about polls uh, from a scientific point of view, these are people who are asked a specific question rather than people who come out of a, uh, a voting booth and just said, you know, what were you voting for? They didn't kind of volunteer the information about the border. They were asked specifically about the border poll. And uh, younger voters uh, were more supportive, uh, with Fine Gael supporters more opposed. Uh, more than half of the people believe there should be a referendum on Irish unity north and south of the border within the next five Five years. Yep. 57% right. of her, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, they so asked, they asked, asked 5,000 there, 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 there is an appetite for... Uh, now, I don't agree with it being a partition poll, but if there is an appetite for it, I'm, I would welcome the debate. I think there is there, so much inform- disinformation going around. And it, 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 the, the information is there. People people look for it. Sorry, James. Sorry, I, I need to get James back in there because I, I need to get some other voices in charge. Sorry, James. Continue what you're saying. So, um, can I ask that guy, would he accept then, right, the tricolour is the flag of Irish republicanism, yeah? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, is he willing to get rid of that to reunify the island? Yeah, he said he's okay with that. I wouldn't well, the flag, the the flag hang on, the flag is not, ne- hang on, hold on, lads, the flag is not necessarily a, a symbol of Irish republicanism. 
the flag is, is the flag is green, white, and orange. The mm, green correct. for Ireland, the orange for uh, the Unionists, and the white in the middle for peace. That's right. what the mm-hmm. flag is. Yes, but that symbols the idea. Of the orange part of the orange part of the flag. Is yeah, but, I, but okay, and I and I accept that. But loyalists are not going to accept it. So there was a suggestion that there be some sort of all-encompassing flag, which would mm. have both on it. I suppose. There's one. Sorry, very briefly, Niall. There's one other part on this that nobody has spoken about. Do you think, Niall? I don't know. I can imagine the green, white, and the green, white, and orange with the red hand of Ulster on it, or something like yeah. that. Do you think, as a matter of interest, do you, do you think that it's it's an absolute certainty that every Catholic that's living in the North wants a United no. Ireland? No, no, not at all. No, I no, them, no, I no more. Them. By the way, no more than I think every loyalist wouldn't want one. So uh, you nope. understand what I'm saying? But I think there's a lot of um, when I, uh, Republicans, or should I say nationalists, not Republicans, certainly a lot of nationalists in Northern Ireland who are quite happy with the way things are at Absolutely, the absolutely, okay. 100%. That's a fact. And that, that would be a fair point, Patrick, as well. And, and that goes yep. on both sides, by the way, Patrick. No, yeah. I agree, yeah. I don't listen to, I, I, particularly middle-class SDLP voters would be the section national. Yeah, they wouldn't even call them national. Yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. They're doing okay. Cars are cheaper. Everything yeah. is cheaper. Mm-hmm. Wages are far, far less though. Wages Absolutely. are 50% less. Like, like, I mean, the, I know food is 18% cheaper uh, up north, but their wages are 50% less, so it's all relative. Oh, I know, we'd have to abolish VRT in the south. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but, but, like, I, mean, See, no, no, I, I know all those things are small things, but they bring in big revenue for the state, right? Even though I hate VRT taxes to be illegal. Well, it actually essentially isn't a legal tax. They pay a fine every year for it. But in, but in saying that, all those things are relevant because they all have to be changed. Do you know what I mean? Of course, of course. Yeah. Well, listen, if, Ger- if West Germany can absorb the communist bloc state, then we, we can absorb a capitalist, smaller state that has got low unemployment. It's not a fantastic uh, Pat, economy, Pat, but Pat, it's not Pat, exactly... It, well, when you say it has low unemployment, that's because the majority of people not working are claiming disability. They're not, they're not registered as unemployed. They have the highest rate of disability in Europe. Disability rate you can't conflict, use, but it, yeah. it is... No, you cannot use Germany. You cannot use West Germany as it was. It's, no, not, it's not the same model. Okay, well, well, well hang, hang on. I, I keep, poor old James keeps getting cut off as he asks the question. Sorry, lads. Hold on for a second. Go on, go on, James. But do you think even the people of North will want to take on our debt? You know, we also have well, they have enough of their own anyway. So. Yes, Britain has two trillion debt, James. Brilliant, yeah, not billion, yeah. trillion, yeah. not billion, yeah. trillion, yeah. trillion well, the point he's making is they're already in debt. They've already taken on British yeah, debt anyway. Most, most, by the way, most, you know, thriving countries have debt. You know, it's not a big deal it, it, for a country to be in debt, by the way. Yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's not nice. Yeah, America is 22 trillion. You, 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 you go over on yeah, a regular basis. Yeah, debt yeah. every year is a trillion in the States. So it's all relative. Yeah. And nearly every, no, well, although I'm afraid we were on the front at the moment. It, but it also depends on what you base your currency on. The Americans back their dollar by the petrol dollar. Uh, yep. They have an infinite ability to print the money because everyone has to buy oil in dollars. Yep. Yeah, so no, 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 absolutely. You're yeah. like with like based on the And if you stop trading in dollars, they'll soon uh, bomb the shit out of your country like Libya and everything else. Yeah, I don't deny that. Everyone knows that. And yeah. it's also to secure the global energy source, regardless yeah. if people don't like it or not. You know, like the whole world needs that oil, not yeah. just America. So we're doing our dirty work. Mm. 
So, so James, okay, the ballot box is there in front of you. There's a little tick box, and you know everything that you know at the moment. Are you voting yes or no? Uh, I see. I do. The patriotic side of me just says, "Check it, go for it." Just because because of the historical precedent that comes with it. Okay. So mm-hmm. I know probably in the rational terms of things, it's probably too sound. But because I would like to see the island reunified because of. Our history has been... Well, well let's, let's just say that. that economically I was correct in what I said earlier on. And, and, and I'm not telling you to ignore Patrick and his set of figures, but let's say economically I'm correct and that David McWilliams is correct and that Trinity College are correct. Are you willing to pay more tax? For example, if that, if, rather than reducing our lifestyle, because they talk about basically we would have to reduce our lifestyle by 10%, all right? So mm-hmm. ra- our standard of living. Rather than reducing our standard of living, if we paid more tax, so the government said to you, listen, we'll have a United Ireland tomorrow, but you're going to have to pay us, instead of 41 cent in the euro, you're going to have to pay uh, 47. Mm-hmm. Would you be happy to do that? Do you think Irish people would be happy to do Would you be happy to do that? I would. Okay. I would. All right, For future okay. generations to have peace in this island, absolutely. If we have to take a bit of a whack in the wallet, I definitely think it would be worth it. When we take into consideration what has happened because of this issue, you know, like men, women and children murdered. So I definitely think for us to take a whack in the wall, a short term, possibly even into, the, let's say, 50 years of an expense for us, I would definitely pay towards that, just given the historical precedence that has caused us now. OK, OK, well, 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 hang on. Let me bring Morris in as well. Morris, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Morris? Evening, Morris. How are you doing? Yeah, go ahead, Morris. Can you hear us OK? I'm having yeah. a bit of a problem with that line tonight, but go ahead. Is it OK now? Yeah, yeah it seems to be all right. Go on. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, Happy New Year to James there and Dermot. I haven't heard them in a while. Oh, OK, OK. I'm sure they appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year in the middle of February. Yeah, yeah. Lads, <laughs> <laughs> right. this is like a love-in tonight. Yeah, yeah, right. Go on, Morris. Yeah. Come on, get it, out, get it off your chest, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just telling the researcher there. I rang in, I uh, sent in a message. I was up the north there recently and uh, I was passing through, say, a UVF or a, a um, Loyalist stronghold area probably outside Belfast and there was a mural on the wall which is on both sides and this one said I would rather die on my feet than live on my knees in an Irish Republic. Yeah. So that's it. Much right. Much right. There is a hater there, you know. But there is a hater. Looking back on the history now, I'll give you an example, right? I have one grandfather who killed black and tans down in Kerry and I've another grandfather who was in the Connacht Rangers fighting up for the English in India, right? And then some of my uncles on my father's side were IRA men, and my father ran away from home and joined the Free State Army. So there's conflict in every family. And then, you know the famous mm-hmm. film, um, The Wind That Shook the Barley? Have mm-hmm. you watched it? Yeah, no, I, I, I do remember the film. I think I probably did see it years ago yeah, already. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, that's what it is. Uh, the only thing I, I, I look at when I look back at history is there's, there's good and bad on both sides. Uh, the mm-hmm. island was an island before we were colonised by the British. And then they took what they wanted and gave us back what they felt we were entitled to. So if the island right. was an island at one before, there's no reason why it shouldn't go back again. But without bloodshed... Well, it was time, never really a one, to be honest with you. The whole well, what I'm saying is, is we, were, we were conquered by colonialism. And they yes, went around the world But they were the population the used and to cement that union to this island yeah. that caused the Irish people centuries of misery. Yeah, so, I, I, listen, uh, I seen so, a copy of a letter that Cromwell wrote back to the King of England when he was here, and he said, it's God will I rid these wretched people of God's earth. And that mm. letter is in the facts and it's in the files. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to rid us off the face well, of the earth. Well, Cro- well, well, I, well, I think, well, I think Morris made the most important statement here, and, I, and I'll say this to Patrick as well. Yeah. The most important statement is here, and, and Morris made this tonight, if we can do it peacefully, 
then let's do it, right? But yeah. I but the problem at the moment, Patrick, is I don't think at the moment you could do it peacefully. I think it would take time. I think I think it is a possibility in the future. I don't think yeah. Patrick to be. Uh, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. It's probably not going to happen in your lifetime. Our mind. Yeah. Hold on, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, Niall. Morris made that statement. Did I not make that statement 15 minutes ago? Did you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you very sorry much. Sorry for giving Morris the credit for that one. All right. But, <laughs> I, I, but I think, Patrick, you would, even, you would even agree that you would like to see it done peacefully, Patrick. Of course, yeah, yeah listen, I, yeah. listen, I'm glad. I'm no, glad nobody wants to go back to the 1970s. Yeah. Nobody wants no, no, that. I'm, I'm not advocating that for one bit. I think it will happen peacefully, but it is going to happen. I see, I'm seeing a sea change in the North myself. Obviously, that extra poll that you just seen there, 57%, there, and particularly young people, I think it was 75%. There is a sea change. I think that's the next big campaign. You had the campaign for choice and gay marriage. I think that's going to be the next kind of popular movement of young, young people to see bring about the unification of the island. It'll be a popular movement. I think there's data there that's going to be... Well, you, well you've, got, well, you've got a government just being voted in who are going to make it an issue and an agenda over the next five years, I imagine. So, yep, it's there. I'm assuming no, you voted for Sinn Féin, by the way. I'm assuming this, you. This I'm, is, but this is the positive argument, though. This is reunify the Ireland, bring the people together. We can work better as one rather than them having a an absolute shit show over government where one community has to agree to this law, the, 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 the hawk system that they have. It institutionalizes sectarianism. Let's bring the island together and let's get a secular republic and get everybody working for our interests. Patrick, you're a true republic. You're a true Republican man, Patrick. Okay. Uh, and just on, on a, what's your opinion on what Cullinan did last night? It doesn't bother me at all. Was he right or wrong? I would look. I grew up in a Republican family, and I look at the conflict in the North maybe different to how Niall does. Those people went through fifty odd years of bullshit, of being treated as third class citizens, and it was only a matter of time before they bit back. They tried to peacefully march for the civil rights and were battered off the streets in Bultulbert's Bridge by Paisley and other bigots. It was only a time. The the people down this end of the country did not have it as bad as the people in the north under British rule. We they were left as a minority on the island. We were always a majority. Patrick, I don't. I, I mean, I watched a great documentary actually last night. It was an interview with Seamus Mallon, and it actually went through the whole troubles and the and the, the history behind it and everything else. It was really interesting to watch an RT last night. Ironically, actually, that they showed it last night. And one of the one of the the, men, the, the things they said in it, by the way, that the time the Sinn Fein supporters of the IRA, of course, were using the bomb and not the ballot box, which I'm sure was very bad timing for Sinn Fein last night to have that documentary. On. But the point I was trying to make is. That's in the past, Patrick. And thankfully, we will have no reoccurrence of that again, apart from these yeah, other splinter so. groups. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and, we, you know, and nobody should have respect for these, you know, the, the new splinter groups <laughs> that are popping up all over the place, pretending to plant bombs everywhere. But in saying that, we don't want to go back there again. And I think the point that everyone's making about David Cullinan, you know, yes, we know you're a Republican. Yes, we know that Desi Ellis is, and he was singing his black and tans and all that kind of carry on. But the timing was wrong. That's all right in a pub on a Saturday night when you're pissed. But not in a, you know, an accounting centre when you're going to be a person. I mean, you have to be honest, TDs are held to a higher uh, regard to the average citizen. And they're supposed to be some sort of giving us all moral guidance of how we should behave. You know, and to be shouting up the ra and chucky our law. That was at a private function, though. That it, it, wasn't but it, did, but it, did, it didn't matter. It, didn't uh, matter. It, was a, it was a private function with supporters amongst their own. I, I, I honestly don't see the big deal about that. And they come out your black and tans. The only reason they were singing that was because of Charlie Flanagan and his other West Brit mob. So the reason, you know, there's a bit of there's a bit of jib in there. I, I, I believe they did it in the Limerick Centre as well. Uh, I don't know who did it in the Limerick Centre. I, 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 don't, I don't see what the problem is. I don't know why people are getting... I, I, think, I think because the idea was 
that Sinn Féin have promoted themselves more recently, recently obviously, as a political party and a serious political party and not, right. and not the IRA and not two cheeks of the same arse, which is what we all assume they were, you know, that basically they're supporters of the IRA, that, that basically they have moved away from that. And many, by the way, many of the members of Sinn Féin now are not people who we would have associated. Uh, you know, Jerry Adams is gone. Uh, obviously, Martin McGuinness passed away. You know, people who we would have been heavily associated with the IRA. So they're gone. So still the, respect, but they are gone, but they, they still respect what he did. They still respect the likes of the hunger strikers as well. They call them yeah, yeah, but they, but they support, might. The but they I'm might. But actually, but I'm support by any stretch. I'm actually not so. Okay, but they might. They might support the IRA. But there are many, many citizens in this country and many people in this country don't support the IRA and don't, don't support what the IRA did. Yeah. You know, so so they they say they do they, have to be responsible in how they behave as a political party. They're now a political well, party. Who cares what people? I don't, I don't. I don't. In the wider point, maybe they have to care because they're looking for a vote off people down here. But I particularly don't care what people down here think about oh, yeah, the IRA. But I mean, if, if Simon Harris or Owen Murphy or Leo Varadkar before Christmas had a shouted up the rah, you know, you'd have been very pissed off, and people would be outraged and rightly so. You know what I mean? So I mean, he's he's been elected a TD. Respect the the position, and you know, and and be you, you. I mean, you have to be there as a kind of pillar of society, don't you? When you're a TD, that's the job. You know, you're held in a high Simple regard. as, simple as, and, and, and to be honest with you, um, they're, uh, they're going on. Sinn Fein are going on about a united Ireland, the whole lot. What do you, what do you think the unionist um, population in the north? And I'd say t- to a man and woman and child have watched Cullen Ads uh, carry on and uh, last night. Do you honestly think? That they're going to be going. Ah, that's all right. We'll go to United Ireland, and David Cullinan will be one of our will be one of our ministers. They, and he's going they, around they, rather than raving up the IRA. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that would look too good on British television. To be honest, with you. that's what the point is making. I don't want to focus too much on that. It's over anyway. It's done. with. he, he defended us and explained the context and everything else. And I think it's old news now. This days, but James, uh, I just very finally. So you you would say yes, and but you wouldn't be too concerned about the economics of the whole thing, no. Not really, no, because realistically, right, no, they should have been part of this republic from the very beginning. So we'd be just, a, you know, fixing a, a historical wrong. Should have, could have, would have. All right, listen, lads, thank you very much indeed. Patrick, I appreciate no you coming on the air. All right, thanks very much, Dermot and James and everybody else. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.